There's a reason why I make fun of Facebook ads as a marketing strategy for online business, and it's because it's simply not the best method to grow your business. In fact, there is a better strategy, one that I've been using for over a decade, that no one seems to talk about. Let's discuss. Welcome to episode 44 of The Graham Cochran Show, where I'm here to help you build your online business, work less, and live and give more. I'm your host, Graham Cochran. Pumped to be hanging out with you today. I'm a little tired because as of this taping, it's the day after the Super Bowl, so I didn't get a whole lot of sleep last night. I think I heard that like 17 million people last year called sick out of work the day after the Super Bowl. So literally, Congress, we need to create a national holiday. The Monday after the Super Bowl needs to be Super Monday and just close everything down, but whatever. If my kid's school were closed, I would not be in the office today, but I'm here and I'm creating this podcast for you. And uh, when you're listening to this, it'll be long past the Super Bowl. But just so you know, if you see bags under my eyes, if you're watching on YouTube, it's because I couldn't go to sleep. I was watching all the post-game stuff. I just love the Super Bowl. It's so much fun, even if my team's not in it, which they haven't been since 2003. What can you do? All right. So we want to talk about marketing and growing your business. If you don't already have a business, I'm going to give you something that will blow your mind because people think that business is so complicated, especially people who want a passive income business. They think that this is like a unicorn. It's really, really rare. Um, There's just no way I could create passive income. It's actually very simple and it really ties in with what we're going to be talking about in today's episode. But I've put together an entire workshop that's designed not to teach you everything in the world and overwhelm you, but to teach you how to create your first $1,000, $1,000 a month of passive income. That's my goal, because if I can teach you how to create $1,000 a month and you do it, and you're starting to get that $500 to $1,000 a month coming in consistently, virtually hands-off, then you'll be bought in and you'll have the framework, all the, there's four components that you need to pull this off. They'll already be in place after you watch this workshop and put it in place, that you'll be convinced and you'll know how to dial it up and turn it into a $3,000 a month income, $5,000 a month income, up to a six-figure income. If you really put in the work and you dial it in and know what you're doing, it's not complicated. It takes some time, but it's pretty straightforward and I teach it all to you in this workshop. It's absolutely free. I want you to watch it. It's about 45, 50 minutes of hard teaching, but it's fun. I give you tips and I give you scripts and I give you templates and I give you the tools that I'm using both paid and free to build both of my online businesses and what I teach my students to use. And I show you the four components you need, what order they go in and how they fit together to create an automatic income stream. Just go to grahamcochran.com slash workshop. It's absolutely free and it's fun. All right, let's get into this marketing strategy that no one seems to talk about. It's funny because everyone sees Facebook ads or Instagram ads or YouTube ads. I'll lump them all together. Um, And I'm not opposed to ads. There's nothing wrong inherently with ads. Um, What's wrong, before we jump into the strategy that, that works better, what's wrong is that people are looking for the wrong thing. 
and that might be you. You might be looking for the wrong thing. You might be like a person that says, and I get this a lot, Graham, I've got my product. I built a course. Um, I've got a membership site or whatever it is. I just need to get more people in it. So I'm trying, I, I'm going to, I'm going to run ads. And that just shows the brokenness that is whoever else is teaching online business that has somehow brainwashed you into thinking that that's, that's all it is. You just build a digital product. Either they lie to you and they say, just build an online course, build an e-course, you know, build something digitally and magically people will come. You know, it's the field of dreams technique. If you build it, they will come. <laughs> if you build it, they will not come. No one's coming. No one cares about you. <laughs> no one knows about you. That's not how this works. It's not that easy, right? It's never just build a, slap together some stuff, build a course, and then all of a sudden, you're gonna be making money. If you watch my workshop, you realize that's not how this works, okay? So you might've been lied to if that was the case, because there are people out there that just make it seem that easy. Just build a course and people will buy it. Who? Where? From where? Maybe you've graduated past that. You realize that's a bunch of BS. And so then there's other people out there that are saying, hey, build a course. All you got to do then is just run these ads. You know, you, you pay for the ads. People see it on Facebook or Insta or wherever, and they click over and they buy your thing. And there's whole people teaching you that that's the method. And while that can work, can, I'm not saying it doesn't, um, it demonstrates, A, there's a bunch of problems with that method, which we'll get into in a second when we compare it to this better method. But the fact that everybody I talk to is like, Graham, wh why are you dogging on Facebook ads? Just let me go buy ads. Okay, first of all, I'm not your mom or dad. You can go do whatever you want. You're a big boy, big girl. I'm not gonna be angry at you. It's just sad because it shows that what we want is the easy, quick, flashy thing. That's what we want. Ooh, Oh, this is the latest Facebook ad strategy. This is the latest tactic. We just want a tactic. We just want, you know, ooh, I should run a, a, a webinar as a Facebook ad. That's, that's the, tactic, the tactic right now. Or like whatever it is, whatever it is, like we just want the fancy tactic, especially if we see other people doing it. Like my, my Facebook feed is littered with sponsored ads of all these guys purporting to be able to make you tens of thousands of dollars. Uh, and they, they all just smell and sound and look the same because they're all doing the same thing. And as someone who's been in online marketing for over 10 years, like it just is so icky. It's so icky. And what's sad is that people fall for this. Not even the people that buy it, but you, the business owner that wants to copy it. You're, you're, you're like, I'm, I'm not selling enough product. I don't have enough eyeballs. It's, I, I just want to have a slam dunk Facebook ad campaign that'll just send people my way. And look, that can work, maybe, but it just shows a lack of patience and laziness. And just, there's, it's easier, like if I just told you that there's a, a simple three-step Facebook ad strategy, like you'd probably like me better. Like I'd probably, I'd probably have a bigger audience if I just told people what they want to hear, but it's, it's not what you need. It's just not. What you need... What works better than anything, period, what has worked for over a decade and continues to work, what I've seen work not only in both of my businesses, big hit, by the way, two very different businesses and two very different niches, 
One, when I was one of the, the early adopters and so I, it helped me and benefited me and people point to that and say, well, you just got lucky. Well, no, it's working over here. When I jumped into the largest, most saturated niche ever business, especially nowadays, online business, like good luck jumping into that pond, which I did. It's working over here as well. And it's not just working for me, it's working for my students. It's working for all the big people that you follow. It works, it works, it works. It's working for brick and mortar stores. It's working for lawyers and accountants. It's working for just about any business you can think of. And you wanna know what that strategy is? Content marketing. Content marketing. Not ads, not social media, although social media can be a way to do content marketing, but as you'll see in a minute, not the best way. Good old-fashioned content marketing. Okay, what is content marketing? You ready for this? It's very simple. When you create free, regular, quality, valuable videos, articles, podcasts that help teach, inspire, or motivate, or entertain your target audience. I'll say it again. Content marketing is when you create free, regular, quality, valuable content like videos, written articles, blog posts, or podcasts, excuse me, that help teach, inspire, motivate, or entertain your target audience, period. Blogging, YouTubing, podcasting, that is and should be, if done well, the best form of marketing, period. End of discussion. And I'm going to share with you why, and I'm going to share with you how to do it. But before we jump into that, <laughs> there's a reason nobody talks about this. is because nobody either wants to do it or they don't believe it works. They either believe it kind of works or they're just lazy because content marketing takes work. <laughs> Go figure. So either they believe that it works, but they're lazy, they don't want to do it, um, or they don't believe that it works and they believe that it's old-fashioned. And it's funny because content marketing reminds me, I, I told you, we just watched the Super Bowl last night, but content marketing reminds me of the run play in football, right? If you're a football fan or know anything about football, you can either run the ball or pass the ball when you're on offense. And historically, football was a run-heavy, pass-light game, right? Old-school football, you would have quarterback, the center would snap the ball to the quarterback, the guy who can throw the ball, but he would hand off to a running back who would have a fullback, meaning another big dude in front of him just blocking the way. We've kind of like moved away from that method where there's so few running plays that like we don't even have fullbacks anymore to block. Like it's just like the game has evolved because now we prefer the beautiful passes, whether it's big long bombs down the field or sort of the West Coast offense, like little just slants and, and just quick little um, crosses. Like it's just a pass happy league. We just love throwing the ball. And I, I love it too. It's more flashy, it's more exciting. Um, putting up big yards, you can get faster touchdowns quicker, you can get more points faster. 
the NFL and college football have just changed a lot. And I'm not making fun of it or frustrated with it. Like I just, I love it all. I just, I can't get enough football. But what's funny is how the modern football mantra is you got to get a quarterback that can throw the ball and you throw, 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 and you run the ball enough times in a game to set up the pass. Not every team does this, but there's a lot of teams that like, will run the ball, but it's just so we can set up the pass. And you see the fans like booing, right? Like I have season tickets to the Bucks games here in Tampa and like, I'll be in the stands and every time we run the ball, people just boo. <laughs> it's like, they don't want, they don't want to see a running play. Four yards, five yards. It looks boring. It's not exciting. It seems like a guy just runs into a wall of other guys and nothing happens. We want to see the quarterback drop back throw some beautiful rainbow and some guy catch it over his shoulder or one-handed down the field. That's what we want to see. But, but running plays work. A good run game wins games and championships. And it's interesting. I know the 49ers just lost the Super Bowl, but a few weeks ago, the 49ers won the NFC Championship game. They played the Green Bay Packers to get into the Super Bowl. And here you've got a quarterback that they paid over $100 million to trade from the Patriots. They got Jimmy Garoppolo for over, you know, like $125 million contract, whatever his contract was. He's a phenomenal quarterback, really, really good. The dude threw it eight times. When typically you throw it 25, 30, 40 times a game, it just threw it eight times. They just ran the ball straight up the middle and just clobbered the Packers. And they crushed them. They won the game. It was the most old school looking football game. And I sat there laughing. I was like, dude, that's content marketing. Nobody wants to talk about running. Nobody wants to talk about content marketing. People think it's old school. That used to work. Doesn't work anymore. People don't like it because it's not flashy. It doesn't seem like it's doing much. And yet it can grind down and beat down opposing defenses. And it wins games. It wins games. Content marketing is king. Always has been, always will be king. And there's a lot of reasons why. I'm going to give you five. You ready for this? Five reasons why content marketing is king still and will be. Number one, it's free. It's free. It costs you no money. Ads cost you money. Content, free. Just costs you your time. This is the perfect marketing strategy for you if you're starting a business. Because guess what? If you're starting a business, you don't have what? You don't have money. What's funny is it works so well. I've got all the money I could ever need right now to just run Facebook ads, just run ads. And I refuse to do it because I can do content for free. I'd rather keep my money than give it to Mark Zuckerberg. So, it's free. It costs you nothing. It costs you, there's no risk other than a little bit of your time to write an article, to shoot a video, to record a podcast and share it with the world. When you start out, this is the best method. And as you start to get success, you'll realize it is still the best method. So don't stray away from it. Okay. Content marketing is king for one reason, because it's free. <laughs> it's like, Talk about an equalizer. It democratizes online business. Any one of us can create articles, videos, or podcasts. And it's funny. I was talking to someone recently about like the fact that anybody can put out content and and say that they're a, a business coach or a, a, a you know a music coach or whatever it is you you help people with. And they were kind of lamenting and making fun of that fact. Like, well, now everybody can get online and, and say they're an expert. And 
I don't think you say you're an expert because I don't think you are an expert if you're starting out and you're brand new. I, I don't certainly call myself an expert. I didn't feel like one, at least when I started. But it's democratized. The, the, the market will tell you, the audience will tell you if it's good or not. There's nothing wrong with everybody having the ability to create a YouTube video. Because if it's not good, no one's going to like it or share it or talk about it. And it won't win. If it's good, it'll get talked about and shared. And so the, the cream rises to the top. It's, it's the most equalizing thing. A 12-year-old with an iPhone could start a YouTube channel and it could be game-changing. He or she does not need any money or any permission or any expertise to be able to create content that genuinely helps, inspires, motivates, or entertains an audience and then adds value in the marketplace. So it's the most beautifully democratized thing. So it's free. That's reason number one that content marketing is king because it doesn't cost you anything. What, what kind of marketing costs you nothing? Content. Number two, this one's powerful. It's evergreen. What does evergreen mean? It, it doesn't disappear. It's always in bloom. It's always working for you. I, I, I talk about this as often as I can. There's a reason why I love YouTube. Because I can make a video. I can upload that video. And it doesn't matter if it becomes viral or anybody sees it in day one. What matters is that it can be discovered any day, every day, for years to come as people type in certain words and it shows up in a search result or as other videos suggest that video because the uh, the algorithm underneath YouTube thinks that they're very similar and that audiences would like your video as well. I have videos that are five, six, seven years old. I shot them once, cost me nothing but an hour of my time, put them up on the internet and they send me leads every single day. They build my business inherently every single day. It's not new. It's, it's just evergreen. It's just working for me. I have articles that send people my way every single day. The podcast, it's a newer thing for me. It's up there. People get on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or they find it. They listen to an episode. They go back and listen to other episodes. They're all there. And they all send people my way. If you feel like you don't have a lot of time, because that's a thing I hear all the time. Graham, I don't have a ton of time to do all the things. Don't do all the things, but do content. Well, Graham, I, don't, I, don't, I can't do a ton of content. You don't have to do a ton, but put stuff out into the world because if you do it once, it can work with you and work for your business forever. Whereas a Facebook ad campaign will only work for you if it's active and you keep pumping money into it. Even social media, as helpful as that can be to stay top of mind and to interact with your audience, it isn't evergreen. Tweets disappear. Your, your Instagram feed disappears. Things get buried. Excuse me. Your, your Insta stories disappear literally in 24 hours. Things get buried. And yes, people could go back and they could scroll, scroll, scroll and find your stuff. But how often do people do that? They don't. Whereas content that's written in a blog post, in a podcast, or on YouTube, especially written articles and YouTube, not only are they evergreen, but they're searchable and discoverable. So your old stuff will show up in the next seven years if it's relevant to the search terms people are talking about. People want to know how to build a home recording studio. They type in how to build a home studio. They will find my video on how to build a home studio for $350 until the end of the internet. It's evergreen. It's constantly working for me, sending leads my way. Okay, reason number three that content marketing is king. It creates trust and credibility. 
This one cannot be overstated enough. Okay, you you run a Facebook ad, you run an Instagram ad. You, if it's done well, it creates trust and credibility. It's hard to do that in an ad because A, you have to do it quickly and B, you have to do it in a way that doesn't feel like it's an ad. And there's some people who are better at this than others. And the ones that do that, they're gonna succeed with ads because this, tr- this trust and this credibility is so critical. But what a Facebook ad or YouTube ad or Instagram ad will never be able, how they'll never be able to compete with content is that it's an ad. We inherently know it's an ad. It says sponsored we all know that people paid for it to show up. Now, there's nothing wrong with paying to get in front of an audience. That's old school advertising. It's still going on today. It's normal. It doesn't make you a bad person. It just changes the flavor a little bit as we realize, okay, this isn't just a post. This is somebody paying for this. So why are they paying for this? And people get skeptical. Now, not everybody does this, but people are wisening up to the fact that there's a lot of stuff that's just ads in their feed. And they're okay with it, but they know inherently, okay, this is a sponsored post. This is an ad. Somebody's paying for me to see this. Why? They probably are going to make money off of this somehow, some way. And it just changes the flavor of that content. So even if it's good, even if it's funny, it's just the flavor has changed. As opposed to a free video or, or podcast or written article, it's not sponsored. We all know that a YouTube video, they're not making money off the video. The only way someone makes money inherently off of a YouTube video is if they have an ad on that video and if they get millions of views on that video every month. Other than that, you don't make much money off of monetizing your YouTube videos. You have to have a ton of views daily for those videos to really put money in your pocket. Trust me, I'm a YouTuber. I know that you get fractions, like YouTube pays out like pennies, fractions of pennies. So it it can work in your favor if you can just get consistent views, not just one video that blew up, but you'd have to have, that's why like the big news um, channels, the ones that are constantly having content to report on and they get tons of regular views all the time, they're gonna win with monetization, but it's really hard. So my point is you put out a video, everybody knows it's free. Everybody knows that you're not making any money off that video. So, they kind of trust you a little bit more because it's just I mean, the podcast. Like you don't make money off of podcasting. Blogging, you don't make money off of blogging. Now you can monetize your blog or you can have a sponsor on your podcast, but people know inherently that you're putting out the content in the world. And for the most part, you're not getting paid for that content. It's free, it's unadulterated. It feels genuine. Because of that, when you put out the video, People can watch it. Let's say we use a video as an example. Learn from it and see if it helped them. If it doesn't, they'll ignore you and move on. If it does help them or inspire them or motivate them or entertain them and they get value out of it, they instantly like you. They clearly know about you and they trust you and they realize you're credible. You've proven to them that you're credible. So for example, if you're a fitness instructor and you're trying to put out fitness videos on YouTube, what you really want as a fitness instructor is to grow your business, right? What you want is to sell your fitness course or membership or whatever it is. That's what you want. The way you do that is to get customers. How do you get customers? Well, you got to build an audience. How do you build an audience? Well, you give them what they want. So if you put out videos regularly that teach people weight loss techniques, how to eat correctly, uh, how to lift, how to work out, like five-minute routines, 20-minute routines, how to work out on on the go when you're traveling, what to eat when you're traveling, anything that's helpful, someone can watch and go, wow, this girl's really, really helpful. I actually got some results off of her stuff. Well, there's instant credibility there. You don't, 
you don't have to convince them that, that your products are probably awesome because you've already shown that you're awesome through your free content. It's like a testing ground. It's an opportunity for you to create trust with your audience and to prove that you're credible. That's what I love about it. Like, It's like, watch my free videos, read my articles, listen to my podcast. It's either going to help you or not. You're either going to like it or not. Like this, the way you win in business is creating trust with people. Like there's a, there's a million people doing what you're doing. There's a million people doing what I'm doing. We talked about that a couple of weeks ago, right? A, a saturated market is a good thing. That means there's a lot of money in that market. People want to spend money. But you and I both know that we're not unicorns. We're not special. So we we have to prove ourselves. We have to build trust with people so that they'll buy from us. I might be just as good as some other business coach, but if I can get your trust and you like me and you trust me, then you'll buy from me. You see the difference? I'm trying to build trust. That's why I do these podcasts. If I can teach you stuff that's helpful to you, if I can show you the truth and then you go do it and you realize, well, Graham actually knows what he's talking about. Oh, Graham actually cares about me winning. He's not just trying to blow smoke up my you-know-what. He's not just trying to just get clicks by sharing some latest marketing tactic that he knows people are talking about and is trendy. He genuinely wants to give me the truth about what's going to help me. Well, then you're going to come back and say, huh, I trust this guy. And if I open up my private business community, you might join because you trust me. You see my online course and you need to know how to build a business and you want the nuts and bolts, you might trust me and buy my course over someone else's course or buy both but at least you'll buy mine as well. Trust is so important. And to build trust, you got to put out free content that shows that you're trustworthy. Don't just throw up a sales page for your product and like run ads and get people to see that sales page and be like, dude, my sales copy is good enough. Why isn't it selling? Because they don't know who the heck you are. I'm all about sales copy. Trust me. I'm all about building out a great sales page that converts. Trust me, you need that. But come on, like there's just too many talking heads. There's no reason why someone should buy from you if they don't know who the heck you are. So build that trust and credibility week in and week out with your free content. Number four reason why content marketing is king because it's shareable. Okay, nobody's gonna share your Facebook ad, <laughs> you know? Now there's an element to like Super Bowl commercials that people wanna talk about if they're funny. But dude, most people are not sharing a Facebook ad. What do they share? They share helpful content. Oh my gosh, you got to watch this video. This was so helpful. Oh my gosh, you got to subscribe to this person's channel. Oh my gosh, you got to listen to this podcast. It's shareable. It, by nature, it's a shareable product, right? Content is meant to be shared. YouTube videos have a one-click share, right? Your article is one-click share if you've got a plugin set up on your site, right? Like, how many articles or videos are you seeing in Facebook or in your feed pop up? You're like, oh, that's funny or that's cool, and you click on it. Someone shared it. That was someone's free content that someone liked, and they shared. So you put in the effort once to make this awesome video or article or podcast. Podcasts kind of suck compared to articles or videos in this regard in that they're not as shareable because Apple has not created a better platform for sharing podcasts, but I digress. But most content, especially video, is so shareable where if your people like it, one click, oh my gosh, you gotta watch this. So then now, 
They are being your marketing team for free. Your fans, your audience are spreading your good word. Now, they're not selling your product because your content isn't about a product. It's free. But this is how things grow. Give you an example. In 2011, I was in my second full year of creating YouTube videos and articles and stuff for the Recording Revolution. Business was still a fledgling business. I was making two, $3,000 a month, which I was really excited about. Um, but I was still in the early days and I was still on food stamps and I was still struggling to gain some traction. And uh, I decided to do an entire mega YouTube series. Um, I filmed a bunch of short videos. They're little five-minute nuggets on, and they're all related on this certain topic. And I released one a day for the whole month of May in 2011, which is a bonus tip, by the way. If you create content regularly, do a mini series, a one-off mini series where there's a bunch of videos. It doesn't have to be 31. I did 31 videos. It could be five, but shoot a little mini series and upload them all at the same time or back to back to back one day after the next in a little playlist on YouTube or something like that. Uh, and give it a name, make it all about something. It, it, like the, the, the concept of a series, just people love it because it's it all goes together. Anyway, I did this series. I told people about it. And every, at, at the beginning and end of every one of those videos, I said, this is what I'm doing for this whole month. So come back tomorrow for another video. About halfway through the month, people started to talk about it. I had a small audience, but that small audience started to like share. And they would say, hey, guys, if you're into music recording, there's this guy on YouTube and he's doing this whole series for the whole month of May. There's like a video every day. And it, like the first few have been really, really good. You should check it out. And so other people started to check out the videos that I was doing. It became a thing. They shared it, they shared it, they shared it. From one month to the next, no lie, my web traffic doubled. It doubled from one month to the next after doing this series. Not just because the videos were great, which they were, but because people shared them. They shared them. People will share stuff that they like. So they became my marketing team. And my, my traffic stayed up from that point on. Like it was a huge inflection point for my audience growth to be discovered by more people. And that helped because a few months later, I launched two new products that were a perfect fit product. Finally, after five products or four products that were, eh, I launched like two really killer products, but to a much bigger audience, made a lot more money. That was the tipping point of things starting to really, really skyrocket in the next couple of years. So content is shareable and it's stuff people actually want to share. What a concept. Good luck having people want to share your Facebook ad. And number five, and there's so many more, but number five is a huge one. Five reasons or fifth reason why content marketing is king is that content is generous and generosity is magnetic. Without a doubt, it attracts people. And going back to what I said earlier about creating trust and credibility, generous free content is going to stand out more and more because it's going to be the refreshing, different thing in a sea, a crowded sea of sponsored ads. You are going to see, if you haven't already, more and more sponsored content. Everything is going to be sponsored, meaning people paid for it. It's virtually, it's an ad, whether it's a traditional ad or it's a piece of content that they paid for you to see that content. That is going to continue to be the norm more and more. So when you have a genuinely free, non-sponsored video or podcast or article that's just out there in the world, it's going to stand out because people realize this is free. This is not sponsored. This is generous and generosity attracts. 
Okay. Maybe I've convinced you. I might hear two, two opposing views. One might be, well, Graham, uh, I don't know how to do content well. So what does that, what does that look like when you say content? What do you mean? Um, I, I haven't done it before. That could be you. Uh, don't worry, I'm going to teach you that in one second. Or two, you might be the someone that says, Graham, you, you talk about content, you, you preach content marketing, but you don't understand, Graham, I have been putting out content for years and it's not working. My business is not working. So you might be the person that has been pumping out videos on your channel, writing articles on your blog, or you might be on your 100th episode of your podcast and it hasn't moved the needle. I want to share with you really quickly four tips to getting the most out of your content marketing. If you're brand new, this is going to help you create a framework. And if you're the person that's been doing this for a long time and you just have not gotten traction and you're like, mm, don't think this content thing works. It's either one of two things. It is either that you're not doing what I'm about to share with you. So it means you're doing it wrong. Or two, and this could be you, if you are doing video content, especially that you're not very charismatic. And if that's interesting to you, I'm considering doing an entire episode on how to present on camera, or if you do a podcast, how to emote on a podcast um, in a way that connects with people, because it is a skill. Some people are born with it. Some people aren't. I get that. But it is a skill that can be developed. And some of you, I'm going to just call you out. Some of you are just boring. <laughs> you could have a million videos that could be really good content, but if you're boring, nobody cares. So it could be, could just be that you're just super boring. And if you want help with that, I'd love to help you out. So let me know, leave a comment if uh, you want to see content on how to be charismatic on camera or what that means or like how to better communicate uh, on camera or on a podcast. But more than likely, it's that you're not doing one of these four things with content. You ready? Real quick. We'll wrap this up. Four tips to get the most out of content marketing. Number one, and the most important one is be consistent. Some of you just drop off the face of the earth. You'll post for weeks, maybe multiple times a week, and then you disappear because life gets in the way. Good luck building a business if you can't show up every single week consistently. Imagine your favorite TV show skipping a week or two or three. Like you're watching This Is Us or you're watching Manifest or you're watching whatever you would be lost back in the day, which is like still to this day, my favorite TV show, right? Every single Wednesday, it's coming out. And all of a sudden, one Wednesday, it's not there. Well, where did it go? And then it's back and then it's gone for two weeks. Where did, where did it go? But then you get two episodes in one week. Inconsistency. You would never see a major network do that with a TV show. Never. Because people need to depend on their content. They need a steady, consistent feed. If you look at the best podcasts or the best YouTube channels, you'll notice that they post at the same time consistently. Okay? My podcast comes out every Tuesday at 7 a.m. Interesting. Why? Consistency. Look, I have been posting content every week, for the first four years, three times a week, every week, consistently, for over a decade, okay? If I need to travel or take weeks off, I pre-create content and schedule it to go out. So I don't have to work every week. 
That's not what I'm saying to you, but your content needs to be delivered every week. Consistency is so overrated, excuse me, underrated. It's overlooked and underrated. Like people want to talk about, again, shiny tactics or thumbnails. It's like, dude, do you post consistently? Well, no, I just thought if I had like the flashiest thumbnail and I had a bunch of listicles from time to time, like it would work. No, consistency is the number one thing. Ask anyone who's been successful with their content, they would tell you the same thing. The discipline to consistently publish is just so important. So that's number one. Maybe you've, you've published for a lot and then you just fall off the face of the map and you come, oh, well, I'll get back on it. Oh, my channel doesn't have any videos for a while. I gotta get back on it. You're gonna lose. You're gonna lose people. That doesn't work. So be consistent. Number two, this is where a lot of you struggle. You have to be bold or polarizing. You cannot continue to just share the same stuff everyone else is sharing. You cannot continue to share obvious, boring stuff. Like, there's a reason why I make fun of Facebook ads because it's bold and it's polarizing. Like, some of my best friends love Facebook ads. They swear by Facebook ads. And I'll call them out. I'll make fun of them. Why? Because it's a bold stance. In an era where people want to be told to do Facebook ads and love Facebook ads, when someone says Facebook ads are dumb, hmm, people pay attention. They may not agree with me. In fact, a lot of people don't agree with me. That's okay. It gets people talking, right? Be bold. Be polarizing. We did a whole episode on this a few weeks ago. What do you stand for? What do you stand against? Who do you stand for? Who do you stand against? What sacred cows that everyone holds up and believes in can you kill? Like what commonly held beliefs in your niche can you destroy or undermine? Not just to be like a jerk or just to like cause a stir, but like, what do you genuinely believe in that's different than most people? What, why should I listen to you versus all your competitors? What makes you different? If you have nothing that's different about you, you better figure that out. And if you're, not, if you're too afraid to share something that's bold, that might get people ruffled and upset, that might lead to angry comments, then you, you're never going to win in online business. The only way you win is by standing out and getting people to pay attention. And the only way people pay attention is if you say something worth paying attention to. That doesn't have to mean they agree with you. That might mean, and especially mean, they disagree with you. But disagreement gets eyeballs just as much as agreement does. So it doesn't matter if they agree or disagree. What matters is that they pay attention to you. And if you have genuinely good content to share, then it's good. It's good to get paid attention to because you can genuinely help people. You will have people that don't like you that will still share your content. <laughs> this is what's crazy about content marketing. Even your haters will share your stuff. Could you believe this guy? Listen to this guy on YouTube. He says Facebook ads are dumb. I think he's dumb. Let's make fun of him. And they will share my video and it'll help me out. <laughs> That's why content is so good. But you have to be bold. You have to be polarizing. That's where a lot of you go wrong is it's really vanilla. It's real plain. I look at your content. I'm like, why should I care? Number three. Talk about what your audience wants to hear. Okay, so don't just talk about what you want to talk about. And I struggle with this too, because I, especially with a show called The Graham Cochran Show and it being my second business, I'm just like, oh, I'm, I'm gonna do whatever I want to do. But if you want to get noticed, especially with YouTube content, blog content, and podcasts, you have to create articles, videos, episodes on subjects that people genuinely want to digest especially if it's on YouTube or a written article, they're genuinely typing these things into the search bar. That's how you get discovered. 
right? Like my favorite, my one of my least favorite subjects is like talking about LLCs and sole proprietors and all, incorporating S corp. All like, I don't, I don't, I don't get off on that kind of stuff. I don't get excited about that kind of stuff. But I, I'm always asked from my students, like, should I? Do I need to start an LLC basically to start my business? And so that's why I did a video a year and a half ago on an LLC versus a sole proprietor. Like, which one is best for you? And I broke down some of the benefits of creating an LLC and becoming an S corporation. Where, why do people say there's tax benefits? Like, what are the tax benefits to having an LLC? And when do you see those tax benefits? Because you don't always just when you're making a certain amount of money. So I did a whole video on that just because it's a common question. And lo and behold, it is now like one of my best performing videos for the Graham Cochran brand because it's a common thing that people are talking about. They're asking YouTube all the time, LLC versus sole proprietor because they want to hear someone answer the question for them. If you don't talk about what people want to hear, you're not going to get discovered. So I'll talk about what people want to hear. They want to hear about that. And that helps me be discovered. And then they see my other content. That's maybe how you discover me. I don't know. But talk about what people want to hear about. So that might, a lot of you have been making content for years and you're just talking about what you want to talk about. And that's not the, the content is not for you, right? Unless you're just blogging as like a diary or just for the sake of creating content for yourself to remember things, that's fine. Then that's the whole point of the blog, right? That's like, that's why you're like, your grandma can have a blog. It's, it's just for her. It's just for you. If you're trying to blog to grow your business, you have to be way more strategic. You have to create content that people actually want to search for in Google right now. And number four, and this is a big one that people miss. Number four tip to get the most out of your content marketing is always, and I mean always, end with a relevant CTA or call to action, okay? Content is not meant to be one way. So I'm talking to you right now. So this is one way, yes, but I'm not gonna end by just talking to you saying like, see you later, right? I'm not going to pull a dumb and dumber. Big gulps, eh? Well, see you later. No, we're not going to big gulps this. I'm going to always ask you to do something. I'm going to call you to a specific action. That could be a couple different things. It could be as simple as, hey, what do you think about this? What have you found to be the number one marketing strategy for your business? Leave a comment below. See what I did there? I called you to take an action, the action of engaging with my content and leaving a comment and answering a specific leading question, which is a great CTA for you because it gets people to think, it gets people to dialogue and create engagement, which is good for the algorithms for all the content, right? It's good for YouTube. If you have a blog, even though you're not on a platform, it creates user-generated content, aka more words for Google to crawl, aka more ways for people to find your blog post, even though it wasn't your words, it was your your user's comments that got the search result to pop up. It's all good for you, right? Comments are huge, especially on social media. So that could be a relevant call to action. Ask a leading specific question. Don't just say, hey, leave me a comment. Let me know what you think. Ask a very specific question. That's how you get specific answers, okay? But even more important than that, and this is where a lot of content creators go wrong, especially if they're, they don't realize that there's a better way to make money than just like, becoming big on YouTube, that is, you need to get people on your email list. So call them to download your lead magnet, which is your free, incredible opt-in, some amazing checklist or cheat sheet or PDF or video or something, pod class, something secret that's free, that's not 
public that you want to give them that's relevant to what you just shared and they want it. It's a no-brainer. It's easy to digest, to download it. They have to enter their email address and join your list. That's how you get warm leads. That's how you take the wide population of the internet, which is a you know somewhat cold lead, but they watched your video or listened to your podcast or read your articles. They're, they're somewhat interested. Then that's how you get those people to take a deeper step. And it's going to be a smaller group of people, but now they're super warm leads you've added more value to their lives by giving them a free, amazing something. Now they're on your email list and you can market directly to them in their inbox and sell product. And that's how you make a living online. That's how you do it. It's simple. It's content, capture their email address with an amazing free offer, email marketing for your digital product. Done. Done, done, done. So if you're great creating great content, but you're not ending with a CTA, especially one that leads to them opting into your email list, then you're missing out on the point of your content. You've gotten them close, you've gotten them teed up, but you haven't invited them into your community. Like you haven't invited them inside, which is come on my email list, man. Because that's where you can add more value directly and that's where you can sell to them directly. And that's how you curate a good list of warm leads. So, you know, maybe you're not doing all or one of those things to make your content better. I'm not sure where you're at with that. So there's a couple places you might be. One, you might be the person that's like, whew, I've never even been doing content. Then it's time to start. It's time to start. It's not that hard. You just need to share. And I would say, start sharing some piece of content once a week, minimum. Once a week. So if you don't have a ton of time, just spend your free time throughout the week working and crafting your one amazing piece of content. Just do it once a week and start to build that habit, that rhythm of being consistent, be bold, be polarizing, create the content people want to talk about, hear about, learn about, and engage with, and then always end with a call to action, especially to opt in to some amazing lead magnet so they join your email list. And that way you can sell your digital product, right? This is slower than Facebook ads, by the way. This is more boring than Facebook ads. This is the running play in football. It always has worked. It will continue to work. And if you don't do it, you're missing out on like the core engine of online business, period. Like you're like missing the thing. Like you can add Facebook ads if you want. You can try to do some of these other flashy tactics if you want, but those are all like icing on like a cake. If you don't have the actual cake, you're just eating frosting and you'll get like a killer stomach ache. And nobody wants to go to a party and just eat frosting. I mean, my eight-year-old might, but you know what I'm saying? So this is how, this is how I make a living. Like this, it's really not that complicated, but man, you'd be surprised at how many people either don't believe it works and they've fallen for the lie of something fancier, or they gave it a try. I gave it a try for a month or two or three. Didn't work for me. Well, of course it didn't work for you. Because A, your content probably sucked, and B, who makes content for two or three months and then deems that it didn't work? This is a long play. This is a decade-long play. You gotta be putting out content for years. That doesn't take a year to make money or years to make money, but certainly this is not a quick play. Build that content out. Again, even if it takes you a few years for things to really pop, the old content will continue to be evergreen and serve you for years to come. So it's never a waste. You're just building more and more pathways 
all around the internet to draw people to you. It's a beautiful, beautiful thing. So two things for you before we go. Here's, here's the CTA. If you, if you really want to see how this works practically, especially if you're like, ooh, lead magnet, opt-in, email list, ah, what is he talking about? You need to watch my workshop. I, I break this all down for you. I, I'm telling you exactly what to do, how to do it, very, very clear. And I have a bunch of content marketing tips inside of this workshop. Just go to grahamcochran.com slash workshop to get the four components you need to build an automatic income stream in your spare time. It's, it's what's working now. It's what has worked. Just watch it. It'll really, really help you. So links in the video, uh, it's in the description below, but grahamcochran.com slash workshop. Start there. And then two, I would love to hear from you if you're watching on YouTube. Leave a comment and let me know, are you doing content marketing? And what does that look like? How often are you posting and what kind of content you're posting? Leave me a comment below. And if you're not, you could say I'm not. When are you going to start? Let me know. As always, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Thanks for trusting me as your coach. I only want to give you the truth. I only want to give you what's going to help you. Uh, otherwise, what are we doing? Right? We don't, we don't have time to play around. And I don't have time to play around. I certainly don't want you to waste your time chasing something flashy, something that's exciting, but doesn't actually build your business. I'll see you on another episode real soon.